Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. One of the more productive discussions they had at City Hall yesterday was about uh, looking at the possibility of a living wage. Now, we've talked about that on, in a conceptual basis, and uh, we've even had some business people in here that have actually adopted the policy. And uh, there's a push right now to have City Hall do that with their employees. Tom Cooper, the director for the Hamilton Roundtable for Poverty Reduction, joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about that. Morning, Tom. How are you doing today? Good morning, Bill. Doing well. I was uh, I was at the GIC yesterday. I, I, was, I was there for four hours before our issue came up on living wage. I, I understood it went for another eight hours or so after that. So certainly felt a bit sorry for the councillors and staff who had to uh, go through that epic session. You have to pay. You have to feed the meters when you do that. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Isn't that sweet of them? Uh, which probably eliminates the deficit. I think they do that on purpose. But yeah. anyway, we digress, don't we? Uh, let's, <laughs> let's let's talk about this. I, w- I want to talk about this policy, first of all, maybe describe it for those who maybe don't have a, a, a grasp on this, Tom. When you t- talk about a living wage policy, what are we talking about here? Yeah, living wage bill is uh, a calculation that's done locally. It, it's different than a minimum wage. Minimum wage is a government-legislated minimum that employers must uh, pay their employees. Living wage sets a higher standard, and uh, they're they're calculated locally based on how much it costs to live in specific communities. So, here in Hamilton, um, it is fifteen eighty-five. I think you had Deirdre and a number yeah. of other guests on about a month ago talking about Hamilton's recalculated living wage, and and it really does reflect what workers need to earn at their jobs, not only to to meet those needs, uh, housing and food and utility costs transportation, et cetera, but, but also to have a little bit of an opportunity to participate in the community and have a little bit of social inclusion. Well, in, in other words, money to get by. Yeah, exactly. That's really what Certainly, it is. Yeah, and it, it, it is a no-frills calculation, so it doesn't include things like home ownership. It doesn't include uh, paying down debt. It doesn't include savings. Um, but at the end of the day, it really does reflect what uh, we think workers need to uh, need to make at their jobs in order to to live uh, live a healthy life in Hamilton there's a, the, a downside because I know there was some debate and it went on for quite some time and let, talk, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that were said in some of the presenters yesterday because it was a, a pretty active session yeah it certainly was and we had a great group of, of living wage ad- advocates from uh, from local organizations uh, to some of our living wage employers like cake and loaf uh, I believe Josie was on the show a little yep. while yeah, ago. Yeah, we had her on the program. Had, yeah, we had uh, Dan Peace from Dominion Pattern Works, uh, who's also a uh, former co-chair of Mission Services in Hamilton, one of our great uh, nonprofit living wage employers. We had uh, uh, Bill, uh, Reverend Bill Mouse from the Anglican Diocese, and uh, the Anglican Diocese has ensured that all of their employees are, are earning a living wage. And, and that could go right down the line to ensuring uh, custodians at local churches and, and administrative staff are earning a living wage as well. And they all spoke in glowing terms about about the importance of paying a living wage. And uh, we've We've encouraged uh, the city to step forward as well. Uh, we think it's time. We have more than 30 employers in Hamilton who've uh, made the commitment to living wage. And one of the uh, one of the other guests was uh, Dr. David Guter from McMaster University, who's been doing a survey on those living wage employers. And, and to uh, to an organization, he found they all found it had positive economic benefits. There was a strong business case for implementing a living wage in Hamilton. 
What about the implications? Uh, the, the other side of the coin, the, those skeptics, Tom, will say, "Well, look at you know the city's got this huge, huge nut to crack here. We're, you know the, the the budget that's coming up, and we're already yep. looking at about a six percent tax increase." And the mayor just assured us it won't be that high, but it, it's it's not going to be the one or one and a half percent. I don't think that a lot of people are used to, and there's certainly not going to be a reduction. So the critics are going to say, "Nice idea, Tom, but just this is not the right time." How do you answer? Yeah. That? I, un- I understand that, and, and that issue was brought up at council yesterday as well. And, and they're looking at the possibility of an incremental uh, increase. But Bill, when we're looking at the situation, there are 500 employees uh, between the municipal government, the city of Hamilton, as well as the Hamilton Public Library, who are currently not earning a living wage. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.